This is episode number 141, Crush It Mondays, Overcoming Food Guilt. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. Each week, I bring to you two episodes. On Mondays, I bring you a Crush It Monday where I bring an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start in 10 minutes or less. And on Thursdays, I bring to you a one-hour interview with an expert across categories of high-performance living. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you're enjoying the show, we love reviews here at the Sonia Looney Show, and we read them every single week. So go ahead and go on to Apple Podcast, shoot us your two cents, leave us five stars, and we would really appreciate that. And big thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who are supporting my work financially on Patreon. And it's patreon.com slash The Sonia Looney Show, where you can make a very small monthly contribution to help this show keep going and keep wind in the sails. And also it contributes to paying my staff, Roma, my awesome audio producer, and Tina, my assistant, who makes sure that the guests on this show are getting contacted and getting scheduled in. The growth of this show is largely in part due to you guys, so thank you very much for being a part of my community. Okay, so let's get into this week's topic of Crush It Monday. I want to talk about food guilt. And when I started organizing my thoughts for this podcast episode, I actually thought it would be quick and easy. And boy, was I wrong. I've noticed lately that I come up with these topics thinking that, oh, I'll just write a blog post about it and it'll be quick. But I end up thinking more and more about it, and I end up spending quite a bit of time researching, and I enjoy it, but it's just funny how you think, oh, yeah, I'll just talk about this, but it's really not as simple as that. I have my own thoughts on food guilt, but I like to do research, and there are tons of articles out there on this subject. It's crazy. And the question I could not find the answer to is where food guilt originally came from. How many of you have eaten something and felt guilty about it? I thought that everyone has food guilt, but I realized that some people actually do not feel guilty about eating. One of my biggest guilt triggers is around alcohol. And I noticed that if I cut way back on drinking, then I don't feel guilty in the morning about it. But if I'm drinking several times a week, my title sponsor is a winery. I mean, it's the best wine, Freak Show Cabernet. But if I'm drinking it a lot, my first thought in the morning is self-flagellating thoughts around drinking and I'm beating myself up and feeling really guilty saying, I shouldn't be drinking like that. I should only be drinking X amount. Why did I do that? And another guilt trigger for me is around eating things like French fries or processed foods or when I bake a delicious chocolatey baked good and I can't stop eating it. And I told my husband about how I wake up feeling less guilty if I'm drinking less alcohol and how I don't really feel different in terms of energy or health when I don't drink. That is, I rarely have more than two drinks, so I don't usually wake up hungover. But if I'm drinking like, you know, multiple days a week, I do wake up feeling guilty. And if I am drinking maybe just on the weekend, I don't feel guilty when I wake up about my drinking. And he looked at me and said, you feel guilty about eating and drinking? And I discovered he rarely experienced food guilt, something I had never heard of before. But food guilt isn't really something that we talk about really regularly, or at least I don't. 
The next instance that I thought was really interesting was a conversation I had with my dad. And I was telling him again about my observation with myself, especially around alcohol. And he told me that he never feels guilty about eating or drinking. And this was fascinating to me because I thought food guilt was normal and that everybody felt it. And I think that most people do. The research I did found that it's typically more common in women. In fact, over 75% of women experience food guilt. But it is also common in men. And maybe my husband and my dad are just unicorns that don't feel guilty about food. But it was really crazy to me that they didn't experience that. And I felt kind of jealous. So why do most of us have this tumultuous relationship with food where we feel guilty about it? And here are some thoughts I have. And if you have more to add about this, I'd love to hear yours as well. Feel free to leave a comment on my website, sonyalooney.com slash podcasts under this Crush It Monday's blog post slash show notes. I don't know where this guilt spiral started, but I started paying attention to how we simply talk about food or how it is talked about in the media. How many times have you heard things like, quote, sinless chocolate cake or a guilty pleasure or guilt-free comfort food or have heard someone say, I'm going to be bad and have a cupcake. This type of talk contributes to the problem of assigning a good or bad feeling to our food. I've struggled myself with disordered thoughts around food and negative behaviors, especially when I was younger. So I think about this stuff quite a bit and I, I still have feelings good and bad around food. So step one, stop labeling food as good or bad or using the word guilty when you're talking about food. Pay attention to the words that you use. And I don't have a solution of what perfect words to use, but just being aware of the words you use can make a big difference. The reason we feel guilty, at least from my experience, another reason is that we set rules for how we eat. And if we break a rule, then we feel bad. And we feel bad because we have broken a commitment to ourselves. And it's not even the food itself. It's that we've broken that commitment to ourselves, and what you think that commitment says about you as a person. So trying to decode why you feel guilty about food will help you figure out why you feel that way. And for me, it's the broken commitment. And I don't have an answer about food rules, but I think that we need to have a general belief system around how we want to eat in order to thrive. I don't necessarily think having no rules is the way to go, but it's just difficult, this whole topic. And personally, the guilt comes from when I either have rules that are too strict or I'm assigning something to myself as a person whenever I break a rule. I guess when I say assigning myself to a person is I look at the identity of the person that I am or the person I want to become. And if those behaviors don't support that identity, that's when I start beating myself up the most. Oftentimes, my negative self-talk around food is also tied to perfectionism and trying to be or do things perfectly to achieve that goal or identity. So just being aware about that could be helpful, too. My question is, can you create more moderate rules around food that give you some wiggle room? That's actually been really helpful for me. And I noticed that when I did that, I actually enjoyed the wine I was drinking and I didn't wake up feeling guilty if I had a moderate rule. And for me, that rule is on the weekends only or, you know, two drinks a week or four drinks a week or whatever it is that works for you. But whenever I have those rules, I feel less, I don't have guilt whenever I drink those things. Or if I eat cookies without remorse, it's because I said, I'm allowed to have this many cookies per week. 
And people that have guilty thoughts or unhealthy feelings toward food probably also have issues with, like I said, perfectionism, maybe issues with fear of fatness, fear of how other people perceive you, body image issues, or control. And I mean, if you have any of those, you're not alone. That's really common. But it's just thinking about them more and trying to figure out where that stuff comes from that can help lessen the blow. I also need to take a sec to say that I do not have a PhD in psychology, nor can I diagnose true disordered thoughts or disordered eating. And if you think you have a problem, it's important to get professional help. And even if you just have an unhealthy relationship with food, getting professional help can help you get out of your own way and figure out why you think the way that you do. Okay, step two. If you need rules, create moderate ones that are easy to meet. I don't believe in dieting to lose weight. I believe in developing a lifestyle where you trend in the direction of what you consider healthful eating. And for me, a plant-based lifestyle has worked best and has also dramatically improved my relationship and feelings around food, although I'll never be cured of food guilt. So find what works for you. Commit to a lifestyle instead of a diet that's going to last for like a month or however many months to lose weight. Commit to a lifestyle that is something you think you can sustain that feels right to you. We still break our moderate rules, though, from time to time. We make exceptions because of social plans, or maybe we simply just had a craving that we wanted to indulge. And see, I'm using the word indulge. Is this propagating good or bad feelings around food? I think it's probably propagating bad feelings when I use the word indulge because it, it's saying like, oh, you're indulging. So I still don't really know how to talk about it even in the right way. But being aware that I just used that word is just something that I'm thinking about. If we break a moderate rule, we get into a cycle of beating ourselves up. I shouldn't have done that. And we make amends to never do it again. And of course, we're going to do it again. And if you do go a little farther than you wanted, acknowledge what you did. And it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean you're out of control. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you had a little bit of extra of something. So the next step is practicing self-compassion. What would you say to a friend who came to you and said, I feel really bad about myself because I ate too many cookies today and I said that I wasn't going to do that. You probably wouldn't berate them like you would yourself. So talk to yourself like you would as if you were talking to a friend. And sometimes we need to just give ourselves a break. But if you find that you're breaking your rules all the time, it's time to rethink a few things. Is there another underlying issue that you can identify? Are you stressed, bored, or maybe your rules just aren't moderate enough? And it's such a tricky topic, too, because food addiction is also a real thing. And it's also interesting because you don't always want to let yourself off the hook when your behavior is less than desirable, but you also have to be able to forgive yourself and try to be better next time. And there's, there's a line there and I don't know what that line is. I'm sure that line is different for everybody, but just being aware of those things can be helpful. So to sum up, asking yourself why when you feel guilty can give you some insight. Being aware of how you talk to yourself and how you simply talk about food. Not restricting yourself, but committing to a lifestyle with enough moderation where you don't feel like you have to attain perfection. Practicing self-compassion and also working on self-acceptance of your own body and knowing that this is a journey. And I know this is a lot easier said than done. And there is no end point. There is no, ah, I'm cured of food guilt. But there is simply your awareness around your feelings about food and trending in the right direction. I hope that this complicated topic was helpful for you and that you guys enjoyed this episode. Wishing you all the best success in your training and adventures. I hope you guys have an awesome week and we'll see you back here in a few days.